Alright, hi everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Coffee Break, which is the podcast for young professionals just interested in talking about the world around them. I'm Stephanie. I'm Lisa. And we're those young professionals. So today we're going to be talking about um, gender reveal parties, which was just covered in the New York Times. And uh, Lisa will kick us off by just talking about what that is. Yeah, so gender reveal parties are a party that you, uh, as a couple, um, throw for your friends at your after you get that little piece of paper and have that sonogram where they figure out the gender or sex of your baby. <clears throat> you can go home and have a party with a whole bunch of your friends and kind of extend that moment. And most of the websites that I read were talking about how you can get to share that moment with so many, so many more people rather than just, like, putting it on Facebook or whatever. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of the basic idea, and there's a whole bunch of different ways to do it. Um, there was some places I read where people... Uh, put have the doctor um, put the information in an envelope and send it to the baker who then like gets to be the first person to see this um, and then bakes a cake with either pink or blue filling and then that's how the couple finds out at their huge party in front of everybody um, and then there's also like you can be on teams as well so you can be like team pink or team blue and then can play party games like that um, and people can vote on which team they want to be on and which team they want to win, um, which I thought was kind of strange and interesting. So that's kind of what I read about what this thing is. So I think the most interesting thing is, like, the elaborate scheme to, like, get the piece of paper with the gender on it to the baker who creates this cake and then decorates it in frosting, and then, you know, you have to invite all your friends over, and it's just, like so elaborate and like thought through just to not know in advance the gender and to be totally surprised and like what does the surprise even mean yeah and there's a lot of places I read where discussing whether or not this was completely selfish or not and just kind of like a way to extend the attention on you as like hey this is really important to me and it should be important to everybody around me which I think is <laughs> For me, as someone who does not have a baby, this is a really valid point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. Not, I mean, it's not any different to me than, like, posting your ultrasound on Facebook, which more mm -hmm. and more people are doing, which I think is just not at all the point of getting an ultrasound or knowing or finding out the gender. It's just a strange thing to me that we would share something that seems to be so intimate with like everybody and sometimes if you're dealing with Facebook like people you probably haven't seen in 10 years or whatever or even my cousin like I don't need to see your ultrasound mm -hmm. thank you very much uh, but these gender reveal parties I I find fascinating I think just because of the idea of it's more like a cult of gender even more than we already have mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah I agree um I think the whole idea of having different teams to be on and, like, you can vote for which team you want to win. I mean, and there's only two teams. Like, there's not yeah. there's not anything in between. And, and then it's, like, is are people disappointed if, like, they don't get the gender they want, which is really tricky when you think about all the people who, I mean, throughout all of history and even in countries today and in the United States today, people like, prefer boys over girls as it is because, you know, in, historically you had to marry a girl off or even now it's like, are there less opportunities? So when you start thinking about 
about it in that sense. It's like a slippery slope from I'm rooting for team boy to like, I'm disappointed that I'm having a girl. Yeah. It also seems really to me like trivializing it as well. Cause it's like team Edward or team Jacob. It's team pink or <laughs> team blue. Like, am I a young adult? It just seems kind of like making it seem really fun and young when it should be something like kind of cool for you two as, like a couple, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think in the New York Times article, they talked about this couple who felt strange doing, like they had had three kids or something, and they did it all different ways. And so when the one, they found out the gender in the doctor's office, and they, something like they felt it was strange to do it in the sterile room with you and your husband and the doctor. Um, but you know, I think it's really an intimate thing like that. I don't see it as something that you needs to be this very public thing where you have everybody you know over and and get together and have a party about gender. I think it's it is very to me, you know, between the couple and maybe the doctors in the room and maybe they're not. I don't know. I've never had a you know this kind of information <laughs> given to me. I don't know, but it just seems like it should be much more intimate. Um, and and yet also not really a big deal. Like, does it matter what the gender is at the end of the day? Yeah. Um, I was reading one article where the woman was very, very much against these parties. And she was saying that, um, like, then it's kind of not a surprise. Like, kind of the special part of it is at the end of it, when you, like, pop out this baby, you're like, oh, hey, this is really cool. It's like... Not an alien. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's really cool. Um, yeah. And so she said that, like, this kind of party just kind of takes that away from that moment, um, which I thought was a really interesting point. And I also feel that this is just kind of adding more consumerism to this whole thing. Like, let's start from before this baby is even born. Let's start hounding them with what products you should buy. And, like, you're going to be entirely pink from, I don't even five months in? I don't know when you get this. Yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> so I'm like, five months into a pregnancy to the day you die. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Let's just start you spending I mean, that it, money. It, yeah, it is very telling that, like, not only are they having these strange, what we consider strange parties where they find out the gender, but they're also doing it in a way that, like, the cake is pink or the cake is blue, and everybody knows what those colors mean, mm -hmm. and there's no wiggle room. I mean, that's what it is. So you're right, it just reinforces that consumerism around pink and blue. Yeah. Like, let's set the kid up to <laughs> break outside the Barbie aisle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny, because I was volunteering at the mu Children's Museum today, and there was a group of girls there, and they were all in different shades of pink. And I was just, like, watching them, like, chase each other around, and I was like, I don't think it's an accident, but, you know, maybe, it, you know, I'm sure for them, too, it started when they were infants, like, swaddled in pink. Ugh. I just really don't like pink. Like, I like pink. <laughs> but not that much. <laughs> yeah. What I was also going to say about these gender reveal parties, I mean, I know that, so right now we're both obviously planning a wedding, and we know that there's a lot of different things that people say you have to do. You are, you're supposed to have an engagement party. You're supposed to have a bridal shower. You're supposed to have a bachelor. I mean, all these things are supposed to do just to get to the actual day of the wedding. And, you know, the wedding itself is just the kickoff to the marriage. But, And I think when you have a baby, it's very similar. You have all these things that you're supposed to do, um, you know, 
baby showers, but also, like, people are very concerned about what mothers eat or what they consume or what they're doing. You know, you have to get the baby room ready, like, all these things you're expected to do. And so this, to me, just adds, like, another thing that people are going to be expected to do when they have a baby, right? It's another party to plan. It's another thing to worry about. You know, are we going to reveal the gender in the right way? Like, are people going to wonder why we didn't do it this way? Why we, you know, decided not to have a party? Why didn't post it on Facebook? So it just, I think, you know, adds that another dimension of pressure on an event that really, you know, is supposed to be about the family. Yeah, and there's, like, whole websites dedicated to ideas and things that you should do at this gender real world party. And this is something that's been around maybe five years. And there's already this whole list of do's and don'ts for what you're supposed to do at this party. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There are very strict, like, etiquette, like, what all the sites that I read were talking about how exciting it was that this was something that the husband could be a part of. No. Which I think is just a whole other issue. Oh, my goodness. Are you supposed to bring... I'm wondering if if the people that come to the parties are supposed to bring gifts. There was a lot of discussion about whether it was okay to combine a baby shower with the gender reveal party. And the general consensus was that it's much easier to do a baby shower slash gender reveal party so that guests aren't confused about whether or not to bring a gift. Sure, because that is confusing, because you're just having this party about your baby, and, I mean, you also are having a bridal shower probably, like, two weeks before, I mean, a baby shower, like, two weeks before or something in the near vicinity of that party, and yeah. it's just, like, it, you're right, it is, it is more, like, consumerism, like, people are going to feel compelled to buy more gifts, so this baby is now going to have twice the amount of stuff already before they're even born and they're probably not going to use any of it anyway like all the stuff they're going to buy is going to be grown out of in six months (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but the gender will always be the same and you're at the end of the day that that won't matter Mm -hmm. i mean it matters but i think from the parent perspective it doesn't matter yeah and i think it just seems like throwing this huge this thing into this huge scale when it seems like something so small, like, I, I don't know, in my opinion, it's more important that the baby is, like, healthy, you know, and, like, has a heartbeat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, can you have a party, like, a heartbeat party? Like, when you first hear the heartbeat, is that going to be the new thing? Um, I feel like you're talking from a pro-life <laughs> perspective, right? Like, they are definitely going to be like, let's have heartbeat <laughs> parties, right? And and that's the moment you, you know, can no longer choose. <laughs> I mean, I, I can just see that spiraling out of control very quickly. But, I mean, is that, like, having a gender reveal party, is that it's the, does that open the door for parties like that to happen and be acceptable? Yeah, I think it does. Because it's, it's just saying anything about the baby's development, like, you can have a party about and make it a big deal. This just sounds really exhausting. It does, doesn't it? Like, I now am more tired of the thought of having a baby. Yeah, like, I'm exhausted trying to plan a wedding that's a year and a half away. (laughs) Yeah. This is a baby. On the other hand, yeah, on the other hand, you know, gender is actually a big deal when you think about it. I mean, finding out the gender is, you know, we've talked about it being more intimate, and at the end of the day, a healthy baby is a healthy baby. But, I mean, gender does shape our lives in really key ways. And, you know, I think there's a tension there because the gender reveal parties are not about 
acknowledging what that means, what gender means for children or for children as they grow into adults. But, but gender is really important for people's lives. I mean, it, it determines a lot of things about us and not, not as inherent biological traits necessarily, but as, I mean, it's very social. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, maybe that's one reason too I'm struggling with that is because gender is important, but not in the way that these parties make it seem. I'm wondering if, like, if there's a way to re-envision these parties to make it, like, a feminist gender reveal party that gets at those issues. Like, I don't know, can you have a party game that starts to talk about how this is a social thing? <laughs> I'm just wondering. I can't imagine my grandma getting on board with that, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Although she might, I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know. I, I wonder if, you know, it's even worth it to find out the gender at all. Like, we're talking about having this big party about it, but, like, is it even something worth knowing? Or is it up to the... I mean, of course it's up to the individual parents, but does it depend on them whether or not, you know... I mean, why, why know in advance? Like, what's the purpose? Yeah. I kind of feel like from my understanding of this kind of thing, that the purpose becomes, like, so you know what color to paint the baby room. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it becomes so you know whether to dry, buy, like, a pink, what do they, what do they put them in? Jumpsuits? Uh, onesies? Yes, onesies. Like yeah. a pink one or a blue one. Yeah. I, I can't see any other purpose for it than that. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine that there's, like, a medical reason because you still have the option of not knowing. Yeah. So it's, it must just be because we have the technology to find out and people want to know, um, yeah, what color to paint the baby room or what theme to go with, that kind of thing. And that was the other thing um, that just reminded me. On one of some of these websites, we're talking about what um, the theme for your gender reveal party should be. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I read that and, and, you know, made me stop and think about what other theme is it going to be? <laughs> like, yeah. Gender reveal people, the theme. <laughs> yeah. Do people ask you what your theme for your wedding is going to be? Because I've gotten that question too. Yeah, people ask me that all the and time. I'm like, like big wedding? party. <laughs> like I'm not. No, too much. There's again. There's too much going on already for me to worry about. Like the theme. Yeah. <laughs> I've been telling people that it's wine. <laughs> as long as you're drinking, you'll be on theme. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine is spring. That's that's pretty much it. But yeah, that's weird to have a theme for your gender reveal party. Yeah, and I um I saw pictures of my friends who did this, um, and it was like almost like a Hawaiian theme gender reveal party. Um, like there were like uh, one of those things called the flowers lace. Lace, yeah. Yeah, everyone had those, um, and there was like a palm tree balloon as well. So I'm not. And neither of them are, like, Hawaiian or, like, tropical of any kind. They're yeah. from Pennsylvania. So I'm not sure, just, like... With the purpose of that. Yeah. yeah. So, um... I mean, I don't know if, I like, guess I could see if you were, like, going to decorate the baby's room in tropical. Yeah. But that seems more, too, like, again, baby shower. Not, like, a party to know the gen... To reveal the gender of your baby. Yeah. It just seems so specific. Like, a very specific thing to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. 
and and again for no re for no reason. I mean, you you don't. It doesn't medically matter what the gender is. It doesn't. I mean, they're not doing it in a conscious way of like this is what gender will mean for your life. They're just doing it for for the heck of it, mm-hmm. which I suppose is fine. I mean, people can do whatever they want, and there are certainly worse things that they <laughs> could do, but <laughs> like a heartbeat. But I just don't. I don't know. I just think it's like an example of like excess. Like we have these excess parties because people want to show off like how crafty they can be or mm-hmm. how creative they can be or you know it's just it's strange and then i mean i think then we have to talk about class issues right like is this another class division like oh i'm too poor to have a gender reveal party like my life must yeah. suck or the yeah. opposite like oh what do you mean you're not having a gender reveal party are you what's wrong with you yeah you yeah know, like, every yeah everyone's doing it yeah, yeah. or even like you know, and I'm sure you've gone through this looking at other people's wedding photos. You're like, oh, my God, I'm never going to have, like, that good of a wedding or or bridal shower or bachelorette party. Like, I'm just, I just can't live up to this. Like, these people are so much more glamorous than me. Yeah. Like, I was just doing that two, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but, like, you know, and, again, we're going to now be having to go through this for these gender reveal parties that don't even serve any purpose. It's going to be the same kind of, like, Within the same class, but also, you're right, like, between classes, mm-hmm. thinking about that. Uh, it just reminded me when you are talking about all these weddings, because I've been watching Bridezilla's, and then, so they were also going to open this up to, like, let's make fun of really ridiculous women for having really ridiculous parties. Yeah. yeah. Which, alright, Bridezilla's is hilarious. <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, it, you know, it's another option where we're going to make fun of women for being crazy. You yeah. know, which, I mean, that's right. not helpful. Yeah. yeah. You can imagine, like, the, the some of these dads who probably shouldn't be dads if they're thinking this, but you know that they do, thinking, like, oh, you know, my crazy wife is having this party, but, like, I have to go to it because it's not the bridal sh- or the baby shower. Mm-hmm. You know, like, again, like, laying the blame on these women who who probably honestly just want their husbands to be involved and, like, this party is a way for them to do it, you know? Right. Yeah, I was just so, I coming back to that idea of, like, oh, this is great because your husband can be involved. Like, why is that surprising? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Or, like, I mean, this is kind of a different issue, too, but you see that with, like, weddings. Like, there's special guides or checklists for, like, what the husbands are supposed to do. And it's like, no. I mean, they're supposed to do what I'm supposed to do. Like, there's no separate list. And... It's, I mean, it, it does go back to these parties and being a father in general. Like, they're not supposed to have special roles. They're supposed to, I don't know, see why they can't come to the baby shower. Yeah, yeah. Is it why, why are men not allowed to come to baby showers? Yeah, I, I don't understand that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it goes back to, like, traditional gender roles, right? Like... Yeah. Well, women are going to be the one taking care of it. They're the one who's going to need the diaper-changing thing. And <laughs> this is how much I know about babies. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, you wanted to make your future child a PowerPoint, so about how to go to the bathroom. So, so that was all Justin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's, no, it's, it's a team effort, and having special parties to to be able to include the men is not a good reason to have special parties. They should just 
be included in what we already do. Right. Like, it's just kind of reinforcing the idea that men have nothing to do with raising babies. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. And if you want to have a, you know, a gender reveal party where you talk about your vision for, like, what your child is going to become, like, I'm thinking about fathers. Like, if, if you find out it's a boy, like, think about how you want to raise that boy to become a good partner for his future wife and or husband. I mean, you have to, I mean, if you want to have a gender reveal party that's feminist, that's what you have to talk about, right? Yeah. Like, how you're going to break down these gender roles and not subscribe them to a life of pink or blue. Yeah, or in one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the key here is to make, like, a pink party, or a purple party. Are you a purple <laughs> candidate? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan of yellow and green. I think those are two acceptable gender-neutral colors that, like, everyone can rally around. <laughs> True. I like them. And I think they're pretty. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're my wedding colors. <laughs> oh, are they? Yeah. I'm excited to wear yellow. BTW. Yay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think these parties are scary because they do set a precedent for how women are supposed to act, or they give another opportunity to bemoan the way women are acting. They commercialize and sensationalize, really, yet another aspect that's of family life that should really be much more private and focused on what really matters. And... You know, it's just, like, excessive. Mm-hmm. Bottom line to me, that these just feel excessive and not really about changing the conversation around gender. And I feel like we've come so far, and then to, like, take a step back by focusing on the gender and the color that goes along with that gender and not question what that means is, like, really debilitating I think it's like really you're gonna have a cake that's pink and you know that it's gonna be a girl mm-hmm. like that's really frustrating actually yeah and that, I think that I mean I can see these parties getting huge you know like a couple hundred people you know like that kind of thing and then I feel like that just kind of ruins the cool part about it like celebrating with yeah. your friends and family that you're having this kid, which is exciting yeah. and yeah. cool. And if you were saying that with a hundred people, how special is that? I'm imagining an MTV series on mm-hmm. gender reveal parties, like they did for the Sweet 16 parties. Yeah. Yeah, I can already, like, see it yeah. playing in my head. I can see, like, um, rap stars coming to, like, a special rap for your baby. Yeah. Jay-Z and Beyonce, maybe they'll bring Blue Ivy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe that's going to be the new the new party. Instead of a gender reveal party, we'll have a crazy baby name party. <laughs> that would make that would that would make me feel a lot better. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> so, I think um, you know, we've covered the topic and we feel like um, I've said my piece about it. <laughs> I feel a lot better discussing about it. Um, do you have any last thoughts you want to add? Um, I mean, I think, I think we've kind of talked a lot about it. I mean, I think the important things is that this is just reinforcing what is already going on and why are we still stuck in that rut kind of thing. So, 
Well, with that, um, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, tune in next time.